All right, how are you guys doing? This episode is sponsored by Manscaped. So apparently the West is actually going to be going to war or is currently at war with Russia. Right now, if you guys did not know, if just, just for me who's popping in here real quick. If you guys are new, please do me a favor, by the way, and subscribe. I, I know I don't need to say that very often, but I, I feel like I haven't. So please do me a favor if you guys are hopping in to just subscribe so you guys can find out how we're apparently at war right now with the Russia because the Russian foreign minister has actually stated publicly that we are not in like this hybrid war anymore, which, which he means... Uh, we're currently not in like a state of um, constant proxy wars, I guess, inside of Ukraine and in our, just everywhere. You guys know what I mean? But it's now shifted out to like more of a full-blown war with Russia. He, he made sure actually to throw in this thing. He said almost, almost to make sure he doesn't get like the Biden administration too worked up. That doesn't really seem to be a thing because I'm going to tell you this right now. They're going to be sending over some more heavy stuff over to Ukraine. That is the Biden administration to help them push out the Russians. Earlier this morning, the Biden administration had stated or they did state that they will be possibly, they said possibly sending over some Abrams to Ukraine. But that has changed fairly significantly over the last few hours. It is now being reported that the administration is now going to be finalizing plans to send over. Yes, you're about to hear me say it. U.S. Abrams, yes, the tanks over to Ukraine. I've seen multiple different numbers from 30 to 60 to 90 to 100. I have no idea. I, I don't know if they're, they're apparently going to be making a statement at the end of the week, like the, the whole announcement saying what's going to happen. Even if he does announce they're going to be sending over tanks over to Ukraine, which I, I'm going to assume is going that, that's going to happen. Uh, there's still going to be a long road ahead for these tanks to become operational on the ground inside of Ukraine, unless, unless they have possibly been in. I don't know, possibly training Ukrainians over the past few months without our knowledge on these systems, which would be a really, I hustle, you know what? Let me go ahead and backstroke. I hope that is the case because honestly, uh, that, would, that would show that we are actually doing things behind the scenes without having to make it publicly known, I'm trying to get that PR stunt. Like, oh, we've been training Ukrainians. Yes, we know we have. When we flew them here about two weeks ago and sent them to Oklahoma to train on, I think it was a Patriot system. I hope they've been just training them. 100% hands down on the, the tanks. I, I, I hope that is the case. So when they roll them out for the spring offensive, they're like, all right, guess what? We have Abrams now. You bet you didn't understand that was going to happen. I bet you didn't expect that, Russia. Not only is the Biden administration showing some muscle with regards to the Russians, inside of Ukraine, that is, uh, but apparently he's decided to confront the Chinese about some of their dealings as well. The Biden administration has now confronted the Chinese government with evidence that suggests the Chinese state-owned companies may be providing assistance for Russia's war efforts inside of Ukraine. They're like trying to assert, I, I don't know, I, try, trying to try to make Beijing aware that we know of these activities. This really shouldn't be too shocking to anybody that this is actually happening right now. I don't think we're going to be seeing the Chinese actually supplying any type of weapons directly to Russia, but I am sure... They're making this happen indirectly. Now, I need to say thank you real quick to every single VIP Patreon member we have over there. As I, I essentially do appreciate you guys over the last few months. I really do. It really does help out more than you guys realize. Okay, you guys should be expecting some combat footage probably tomorrow, uh, which are always the best ones for me to film, dependent on what is being shown. Some of them are kind of wild. The last one we filmed over there, I'm not going to lie. I thought about it for a few hours like, my God, that is wild. I don't know if you guys remember that one. So if you guys want to check out the Patreon, you guys can. It's always linked down in the description below. Every episode is ad-free. and We try to get it early or get it up as early as we possibly can. Uh, right after we film in the first place, it goes up there. So thank you to everybody. Seriously, over there, I do appreciate it. Now, another big deal I forgot to mention at the very beginning, I guess, is Putin is, is actually getting a little bit more frisky on the, the, the open border that's up there in Belarus and Ukraine. I say it's open, but you guys know what I mean. He has now just sent an additional 9,000 soldiers, 170 tanks, plus 200 armor vehicles into Belarus. I know this is not too shocking for anybody, but it's got to be for their exercises, right? The ones that they've been hosting. Those things, 
I, you know, they're not training for any type of like uh, another invasion. We'll say the initial invasion, I guess, of 2023. You guys know what I mean? Yeah, okay. It's not going to be initial, but the next invasion. Uh, you know, you guys always wonder how Russian mothers also feel about their sons who get sent off to fight the war inside the Ukraine. I, I guess this guy you're about to hear is not really welcome at Christmas dinner anymore. I mean, let's be honest here, guys. Let's let's be real. Put yourself in this guy's shoes. He's been sitting in jail for 15 years for murder. Okay. And they're saying they're going to let him out and go fight inside of Ukraine or he's going to sit inside of jail. I mean, who wouldn't take that deal? It's kind of, you know, I get it. It's kind of sick that Russia, being the country that they are, they're like stooping this load away. They have to grab some murderers to go, murderers to go fight inside of this war. But inside certain situations, it's probably the best type of person. Okay, let's be honest with you. All right, let's grab all the murderers, convicts, throw them inside of Bakhmut. That's pretty much what they did. Nah, just throw them there. That's where they're best suited, right? All right, we got some breaking news. Manscaped now sells beard products. That's right. They are once again revolutionizing men's grooming with the brand new Beard Hedger TM Pro Kit. Look at this sucker I just pulled out. Technology behind the Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shape and signature your beard. That whole look you guys like. Now you can finally use Manscaped products to make your drapes match your, your carpet. Yeah, that's right. I just said that. Make them things match. Go to manscaped.com right now. Use code SPEAK to get 20% off and free shipping. The link at the very top of the description. I'm telling you guys right now, this thing, look at this. Mm, tame your mane, baby. Oh, you probably can't even hear me because it's, listen to that. Oh, my God. The Beard Hedger. This thing is the juggernaut of all fixings. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. I'm in the middle of shaving right now. Can you hear me? Look at that. Not only can they shave your face, but they can get you off the phone with a telemarketer. Look at that. All you got to do is kick this son of a gun on and you're done. All right, so right out the gate, this trimmer right here gives you guys 20 hair cutting lengths, all with one guard. So you don't have to have messy drawers and all that kind of stuff. Like, look at this. Look at this. Oh, my God. It just goes up and down. Look at that. So if you want to go short like I do, like that, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. It's also waterproof, but you guys gotta shave in the shower without avoiding all that hair inside of the sink. It's titanium-coated T-blade, is tough on hair, but smooth on the face, leading to single-stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction with every stroke every time. The Pro Kit doesn't end, though. They have created a dermatologist-tested formulas 
for your post-trim care. First, there is a beard shampoo. Yes, and conditioner. You need to remember for all your hairs are different. Yes, mine are very different than the one on my head. I actually have some gray coming in, which is really sad. Not going to lie. Your beard hair is more coarse and easier to damage than the one on your head, so that's why the kit has made shampoo and conditioner specifically designed to moisturize, reduce ingrown hairs, and replace natural oils and promote beard health. Next, the kit has Manscaped Beard Oil, an essential piece of your main facial accessory. No one wants a guy whose beard is brittle and dry. The oil relieves the dryness both on the beard and the skin beneath while adding a little shimmer and shine. So right now, the Pro Beard Kit also comes with three free gifts, a beard brush, a comb, scissors to ensure your beard is ready to impress. Hey, all you got to do right now is get 20% off and free shipping. Use code SPEAK at manscaped.com. Manscaped.com, get 20% off and free shipping using code SPEAK and get 20% off. Like I said, go to manscaped.com, 20% off, free shipping, use code SPEAK. Check it out. Go and grab yourself the Beard Hedger One Stroke, One Garb, 20 Lengths. They also combat against telemarketers. So there's that. Mm. All right, so we're at the point of the episode where we're going to get a little bit of enjoyment um, from the Russian state TV. And honestly, I, I don't know what's on the agenda today, so let's just roll with it, and together we're going to see where this thing takes us. Сонный канал на первом продолжает свое вещание. Программа «Время покажет». Работаем в прямом эфире. Против нас идет война. Причем война жестокая, где противник использует самые отъявленные методы борьбы и уничтожения нас с вами. Причем в прямом смысле этого слова. Но мы, Руслан, часто забываем, что есть еще, скажем так, третий наблюдатель в виде огромной части мира, который относится к нам ну, даже с симпатией, и которому не хватает аргументов для того, чтобы поддержать нас. Кто, вот это... Кто эти сторонние наблюдатели? А, огр... Огромный лагерь а, так называемого глобального юга. Это страны Азии, Африки, Латинской Америки. Вот сейчас прошел саммит глобального юга, Индия проводила. Более 120 государств. И сейчас разворачивается двадцатка в сторону 20... глобального юга, куда не приглашен, кстати, президент Зеленский. Сейчас меняется ситуация в мире. So I might, I might be on the wrong side of the, the fence here, or the aisle, whichever you want to look at it. I, I'm not sure I can follow along with the idea that Russia is being supported by the rest of the world. I get it. There's some countries that are on their side. Let's let's be real when I'm saying this. So the countries that have sided with Russia are the ones the world really doesn't care about that much. No one does any business with them in the first place. Like, no one really cares. Like They're all crazy countries. They have crazy thoughts. The rest of the world just wants to be left alone. Я здесь поддержу коллегу. Есть БРИКС, есть шанхайская организация, в которых нас слышат, и информацию, которую мы туда даем, она будет распространяться, это 100%. А это, извините меня, ну где-то больше половины населения. В Организации Объединенных Наций примерно 70% стран за нас. В России произведен первый боекомплект ядерных суперторпед «Посейдон». Заряд будет использоваться в атомной подводной лодке специального назначения «Белгород». Об этом сообщает информагентство ТАСС со ссылкой на источник. Okay, quick pause. Just real quick. Just want to want to do this. How are we talking about nukes and submarines now? Like what, what just happened? So so the guy just admitted that the Russian propaganda they are spreading will will reach everybody inside of China and they're they're actually listening to them. And I'm also curious where he got the stat that is stating that 70% of the UN is on the Russian side of things. Okay, let's get back to the nukes and subs. Специального назначения Белгород об этом сообщает информагентство ТАСС со ссылкой на источник близкий к военному ведомству. Соединенные Штаты, между тем, находятся в состоянии паники. Издание Newsweek нагнетает, сообщая, что наш Посейдон может уничтожить Нью-Йорк. 
немецкие танки на русской земле против русских воинов могут стать вполне, может стать вполне реальным в ближайшем будущем. Тем более, что Украина, по сути, становится тренировочным полигоном для западного военно-промышленного комплекса. Wow, this, this clip is really just jumping all over the place. I don't even know where y'all live, but where I'm at currently, I think most people care more about hitting traffic on their way to work than they do about the war inside of Ukraine. Like, let's be honest here for just a second. Everybody in America really doesn't care about Russia. So saying we're trembling over the fact that Russia is, is, is has these things is just goofy. I, I really, I can walk down the street or walk anywhere. I can walk into the, the grocery store down the road and ask, hey, what's going on in the Ukraine? Everybody's here. I don't know. Is that still going on? That's how Americans look at it. Хотелось бы узнать, как далеко могут зайти эти испытания. Поставляет много всего. Во-первых, это системы радиоэлектронной борьбы. Это вот новейшие системы противовоздушной обороны, тоже, которые пытаются испытывать, посмотреть, как они действуют. Те же, тот же Патриот, один комплекс, он вообще ничего не решит. И два тоже, они абсолютно не нужны для обеспечения безопасности Украины. Но для испытаний против для... российской армии? Для испытаний, для проверки, как они работают по крылатым ракетам из композитных материалов нашим, по беспилотникам, как они работают, и это, конечно, великолепный полигон. То есть инструкции по э, использованию значит, американского оружия будут написаны украинской кровью? И, и украинской, и российской, и кровью самой страшной мирных граждан. До завтра. Спасибо за внимание. And we're going to be using or allowing to use uh, the Ukrainians to, to, to use the Patriots' uh, missiles to take out stuff. Does it really make any logical sense to use a $4 million round to take out like a $50 million, or a, excuse me, a $50 drone or a $10,000 drone? Throw that one out there. I love these people because they give us some great entertainment. But you know what? This is probably one of the best clips I've ever, I've ever sat there. It's, it's so glorious. I love it. Like, this guy is an absolute savage for this. I read the comments and the comments agent. Я думала, что он, если вот все остальное убрать, да, о ком, собственно, идет речь, я думала, они среднестатистического американца описывают. Смотрите, значит, человека, который совершенно слепо доверяет власти, совершенно слепо. Давайте приведем пример, если посмотрим статистику по оправдательным приговорам в судах присяжных. То есть в Америке американцы настолько твердолобо верят государству, что у них даже при присяжных процент оправдательных приговоров 0,3%. В России, кстати, 30% если речь идет о судах с участием э, присяжных. Значит, это раз. Потом, значит, то, что там написано по поводу невежества, ну, друзья, ну, по-моему, да. достаточно мы видели невежество американцев, угу. но если уж сравнивать, у нас все-таки культурная нация, ну да, бывают всякие элементы. Ну, дальше, да, что касается вот там обиды и проблемы всего чего-то, ну, слушайте, у Америки более сейчас чем, и что касается раскола, ну, мы вообще, простите, отдыхаем по сравнению с тем, что сейчас происходит в Соединенных Штатах. Поэтому, на мой взгляд, просто сбор всех каких-то негативных а, Мария, характеристик... Мария, а из США тоже сотни тысяч людей... Я могу уезжать за, за несколько месяцев. Я, вы позволите женщине закончить? So actually, America has the complete opposite uh, issue that Russia has. Okay, I'm just gonna throw that one out there. Like our border has too many people trying to get into the United States, and for God's sakes, like everybody wants to get in. Even Russians might be stopped at the border trying to get in from Mexico. Like we have a lot of problems here in America, for sure. Yeah, I get it. Uh, we're human. Everything. I got it. Okay. I've traveled the world quite a bit, and by far, America is the best place to live, and that's why everybody's trying to get here. I get it. We got taxes. We got political issues. Who cares? But when you look at it from a, a cleanliness, the average like living conditions, 
it really isn't that you, you have the best chance of succeeding in America. I myself, I'm not going to go on a soapbox. I like, I am a perfect example. You can do anything in America as long as you try and work your ass off 100%. Everybody around me knows this. You can start with nothing and end up somewhere. As long as you try, that's, like, that's the greatest thing about America. Well, that's a different tangent, but we also have an intercepted phone call I'd like to share with you guys about today. It's, it's kind of a, it's, well, it's kind of unbelievable, to be honest with you. Apparently, some Russians were able to actually somehow abandon their positions with machine guns and hitchhike their way all the way back to Moscow. Ну, сейчас поднесу, но немножко это сам не гринтит в нее, ну. Алло. Я быстренько, потому что это новостей нет про войну. Нас первых уже домой отправят в феврале. Не знаю, там кто-то вчера в чате написал, якобы уже есть списки, то, что в феврале начнется новая волна мобилизации. Наших, типа, должны домой отпустить. Я говорю, вы понимаете, сейчас по всем направлениям идет наступление. Я говорю, никто не будет их отпускать, потому что дырки не должны быть пустые. Должно Но тут уже пригнали всегда... новых, кстати, одну посадку. А? Новых пригнали уже одну посадку. Да? Да, они такие здесь всего лишь неделю такие. А когда ротация? Мы такие. Да ладно. Кстати, по вашему сватовскому направлению, блин, из Калининградской области сбежали восемь человек. Они с пулеметами на попутках доехали до Московской области и сдались в полицию. Прикинь. Now, all the guy was really asking was a little bit of hope. You know, all he wanted was to hear something from his family so he can get out of the woods. And I don't know if that was his mom or his sister on the other line, but they started laughing, telling a story about some idiot Russians that were going to be, I don't know, they, they, they got caught, they hitchhiked all the way back to Moscow. I mean, it's a pretty solid family. I'm glad I'm, I'm, I'm not a part of that one, but good, good for him. I mean, he just wants to get out of the woods. They didn't want to give him anything. So over the last few days, there's actually been no change on the northern part of the country. We're going to be shifting down to Bakhmut, and there hasn't really been a lot there either. Just a few hours ago, it seemed like the town of Klashivka has actually fallen to the Russians, but I cannot give you guys an exact front line of the Russians inside of this area, so I'm not going to show you guys any mapping of that. It has fallen under control. Uh, hopefully tomorrow we can show you guys some other stuff, but on the good news front, if you guys are on the Ukrainian side of things, the Russians have actually made zero when it comes to gains inside the city itself. In that pocket they had initially pushed through or were attempting to push through has now been sealed up fairly well. And the Ukrainians have stopped them from getting any further traction inside the city of Bakhmut itself. So, what are we on? Month three of that area being held off. The Ukrainians are doing a phenomenal job. They have lost pockets in here and there. And that it's just, it's closing, it's collapsing. But they're inflicting a significant amount of damage on the Russians in this area. And they're not moving anywhere else in the country. It's very strange. We're in a weird part of the war right now. We really are. I mean, we're really in the strange part. So, hope you guys did enjoy this video. I'll catch you guys tomorrow with another episode. If you guys are on the Patreon side of things, uh, you guys will have a video tomorrow no matter what. I do love you guys. I'm out.